The Wizard Master and Radical Commando Retro Gaming Power See if the little lines are coming up. Yes, it is. We are rolling. Uh, yeah, we're good. Hello. Uh, I'm Anthony. I'm Jay. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the games when we would go to rent them that weren't there. Back in the day when you actually had to go somewhere and rent video games in person. Yeah, that was always a, that was a fun experience, wasn't it? Well, I started... I'm old, so back when I started, there was a place called Dwayne's Toyland, and it was actually the place you'd go to buy games, and they still rented all the games out in the very back of the store, so that's where you could get all your ColecoVision and Atari 2600 games. I remember the big, yeah, I remember the big video, that was the only part of the store that ended up, like, surviving for a long time on its own. Yes. You remember that? Like, yes. when it was, like, after they were, like, not doing... They still were Dwayne's Toyland, but, but, like, where the toys were was, like, an empty wasteland that they blocked that off. That was literally an attic of the building <laughs> where a bunch of boxes of you big toys were. You couldn't go downstairs were. anymore. No. Into the basement. And there was... It was an add-on to the front of the building, and we used to go there... Back when there, I mean, this goes all the way back to when there was only one video rental store in the entire area, which when actually still this? exists now. Um, but they only rent adult videos. What, what, what place? Video Environment Plus. Oh yeah, the uh, the here. advertisement. Yes, uh, they they were the only one you could I go remember. to get videos, and the the toy stores actually were the ones that rented the games. And uh, that's where we'd go for all of them. The one I remember uh, the most, because I never got it. Like, I actually got E.T., so I didn't know. Mm. The the other bizarre game was Indiana Jones for the Atari 2600. Mm. It was just... I watched a playthrough recently, and I still don't know what he was doing to make the game work. Now, this was an era like where, like, because you mentioned E.T., where uh, games were uh, inscrutable. Just uh, completely, completely. You'd receive them. Uh, on, it'd be like uh, you'd have to chisel them out of a granite tablet. <laughs> exactly. There'd be an instruction manual. It wouldn't say anything of, of You of had note. to know classic Greek and Latin to like, <laughs> intuit how to play... Well, no, like, a lot of these games, like, they really didn't, uh, like, E.T. is, like, the one, because that's when everyone knows. Yeah, it, I guess, like, you could kind of figure out, like, what you were supposed to do, but you didn't know why, and you didn't know to to what end, like, how to win. Correct. Like, why was, well, like, well, it would make sense that there's a G-Man coming after E.T., but, like, why is he, like, just taking him (laughs) back to, he would just take him back to one of, like, the little houses, but also, Mm. there was a screen with just the little buildings on it. Yes, but then there was like other ones that and were just forests. And you collected parts, but you had no idea to what end yeah. you were collecting the part. They just show up on the bottom of the screen. And Indiana Jones was like that too. You'd get like the staff and everything, and it would appear on the bottom. But oftentimes you didn't know what you did to make it happen. Did you did did Nazis melt at the end of it? Did they make like? A... <laughs> if they did, you wouldn't know what they were anyway. <laughs> I mean, you have to remember, this is the, the same age as Adventure, so... Like a tan pixel turning white. The dragon like, was oh, just wow. a duck that chased after you. <laughs> but at least at least Adventure, you could understand. The the movie games, you could not, but you always wanted to play them. Like, as, as a kid, even even the Star Wars games of that era were a little confusing. They, they were a little more straightforward. I but. remember one of my early game memories was the Crawl game, because you had to lose to move forward right <laughs> because uh as a kid i didn't like that and i'm like why should why i can i not to? get by 
this is stupid. <laughs> I'm done. But no, but you would go just to the next screen anyway, but I would mm. just be like, I'm, you know, I'm, what, four years old? I have a <laughs> tiny little child mind. <laughs> this, is, this makes me very unhappy. Yes. But the... <laughs> it was the precursor to all the... Uh the role-playing game fights that you can't win that that the company's just forced you into. Yeah, Crawl of the Atari was basically Final Fantasy VII when you think about it. Like, they're basically the same thing. We're going to force you into dying just so you can feel that regret. See that's 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 real narrative story. That's like real yeah. narrative gameplay. And I'm and I'm sure if it were in this era now, someone would desperately try and do a playthrough where they could actually beat the game before that, just like they always do with the. No, I'm going to be so strong at the beginning that I won't lose the fight. You're programmed to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was always that was one of the first ones I remember, and that goes back like, and then we would do ColecoVision, and. Uh, all manner of games for that. And then by the time the Nintendo was coming out, then all the video stores started to pop mm. up. And you could actually go places and, and start renting games again. Um, but I remember... I remember all manner of, of those. And it would a lot of times it would be the, the movie-based games. Because they were never that good, but you mm. always wanted to play them. You know, like the... The old Empire Strikes Back games and mm. stuff like that. I was like, well, you know, pretty much just that one, <laughs> that one snow speeder level, over and over and over again. But you always wanted to try it out, so those are the games you're like, well, I'll just rent that one. <laughs> but that's what that's what I always remember going going all the way back then. And then, at, like I said, after then all the video stores started to come out. Then with Nintendo, you could pretty much rent anything. Then you could go and just rent them for the weekend. Mm. And if you had friends over, it's like, let's get Akari Warriors. Yeah, that's where I remember like all of that era of uh, going to the market and renting a game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you could you, do it which at is, the, which is weird. the market, too. Which is just, I remember they'd have like the nook there where you could mm-hmm. rent movies and yeah, uh, rent games the... from the little rack. Yeah. From the little game rack. <laughs> And that was probably the worst one in terms of wanting a game to be in. Because you wouldn't even know if they were there yeah, or not. Yeah, it was not. just yeah, rolling the dice as to whether or not they thought the game was worth having in store. Now, I remember at, um, there was, a, I don't remember what it was called. It was in Shoparama Plaza there. Um, this was like a while ago, obviously. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it was back, like. Back when video game stores roamed was, the planet. This, this has got to be like over 20 years ago now. But, like, um, I always wanted to get um, this really shitty game, Baby Boom or Baby Boomer. It was like a, it was a Color Dreams game. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. I have, uh, as um, we're going to find out in time, I have a... I have a particular interest in Color Dreams games, the weird big blue... Or just bizarre one. What was the one you bought when we were at um, uh, GameStop? The, the Hen Henuko Alien or something. Oh yeah, High and Keo Alien. <laughs> that was the one for that was the original for uh, Game Boy. Yeah, that was one of the pack-in games. Just 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 bizarre games no one else had ever heard of, and you'd yeah. be all excited to see. Yeah, it. Yeah, I would always just be super pumped for that. But like, yeah, th- but this is before I even had like that whole like this is a weird old game. I gotta play it. This looks like you just, you just actually like, wanted to play I Baby wanted Boomer. To, I don't know why, because it was like one of those. It was um. It was um uh, the it was an NES Zapper game, so I wanted to play oh, it. Oh, okay. Because uh, I 
didn't have a lot of other Zapper games. Just um, no, yeah, there wasn't many. I think I only had um, uh, Duck Hunt, which had Duck Hunt and the uh, most people just had that in Hogan's Alley. Yeah, I didn't even have Hogan's Alley. I just had Duck Hunt, yeah. which came with Duck Hunt and the uh, you could shoot the the clay discs. Oh yeah, which yeah. I liked. I liked that better than Duck Hunt personally. Well, that's my. Yeah, I, I I never had I never had the light gun until my grandfather actually bought mm. a Nintendo for some odd reason, and I always remember because he bought the game he got with it was the Top Gun game, mm-hmm. which was another one of those bizarre oh, yeah. games where I would just get so frustrated <laughs> from that that it was either landing or refueling. Yeah, I think did. refueling was the one that you didn't was so like hard. having to land and refuel. Yeah, it was like it, it, it just oh, it was so bizarre. But I remember he he, he had a light gun because I didn't, and and, uh, and even my cousin didn't, and he had the robot, which was weird. I don't know if this is back maybe, with the you had the gray light gun, right? This is before the yeah uh, yeah yeah before they had to be orange. <laughs> when did that happen? Because I cause... it had to be around the time of the when they started making the other version too, right? The the top loading one. Yeah, it's it has to be because I I don't know the, the one exact I had date. was an inherited one from my uncle. And right. he had he bought like when it, he bought the one the package that came with the light gun itself. Right, so which was the front stuff. loader. Yeah, yeah, which is what what I had because I I got mine off a friend of mine. I bought it with Zelda, and he was I forget what he was doing, but he, if he he was getting ready to trade up or if he just had a, another system and I bought out bought it off him. But so I never got a package deal. Mm-hmm. And I never, I never had the light gun games, and I was like, "Oh man, you know." <laughs> and then I remember when my my grandfather got his, and I, I played Duck Hunt for a while. I was like, "Okay, well, this once you do it, it's kind of done." <laughs> but yeah, but um, to go back to Baby Boom, which <laughs> which is a which one I which was not good. Uh, <laughs> it was a Color Dreams game. Uh, they're questionable at best, mostly. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to play it for some crazy reason, and like, I never did. That's one of the games. Where would I where would you even have been able to rent that? Because you gotta like you gotta remember to people because these were decisions had to be made. It wasn't like you could just rent every game that came in. They would pick and choose which games they would put available for rent because they were basically simply buying them mm-hmm. themselves yeah. and renting. It was like people did with VHS. People forget that too. That You had to pay an outrageous amount oh, to get yeah. the VHS before That's it was released. That's why because when you never returned the, to the it, home version, you'd, yeah. you'd have to pay a ridiculous Something fee. like 180 bucks for every movie they picked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, games were the same way. They had to buy them the same way. And people always forget that they were like 75 bucks mm-hmm. back then at times. Oh, yeah. Depending on. I think we definitely paid 70 something for Adventures of Link. That was right around the time when they started with the cartridge shortage type of stuff. And I know we paid like $70 at a KB Toys for Adventures of Link right when it came uh, out. What was the one that was like super expensive? What was the one cart that was like super I think it was for Sega. Was it Fantasy Star? It was like one of the Fantasy yeah, Stars. Yeah, one of the Fantasy Stars was it, really expensive. It was like 90 bucks or yeah. something. It was like ridiculously expensive. Well, they people forget at that because I had a box for the old Tecmo Super Basketball for Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And that box right on it said said $80. People forget that during those days, it, they were really expensive at times for the carts because they were going through. There was a whole bunch of stuff. You know, and it's, it's like when people forget about ColecoVision because ColecoVision was only around for like two years mm-hmm. and the reason was they made so much money on Cabbage Patch dolls 
that they it wasn't worth they were losing money on the ColecoVision. Why bother? And then they tried to make the Atom computers and they failed miserably. But that was the whole deal for ColecoVision. They were like, oh, well, we have this other thing where we're just making these stupid dolls and they're selling in the millions. Did you ever see the abandoned ColecoVision building <laughs> in, in Amsterdam? <laughs> yes. We used to, yeah, I used to record another podcast and, uh, We'd just pass it. Like, whenever I'd go into <laughs> Amsterdam to record, it would just be there. And the, the lone just the sad ColecoVision. But, like, upstate New York in general is a sad place. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. There's um, some depre- lots depression of, out there. Yeah, sad, abandoned place. Uh, demilitarized <laughs> zone, maybe. Uh. <laughs> Yes, a lot we, of hill cannibals. We, um, we do have but, uh, <laughs> buildings in in downtown Schenectady that still have the old like five cent Coca Cola oh, ads God. painted on the side. Because <laughs> and people tend to forget that that was another lost thing of the era where they literally paint building buildings you were with around ads. For that that one was a little before my time, but Jay, I believe, was around for it. Some of it, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh no, I forgot us. Yeah, the ColecoVision building. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just this sad ColecoVision building. But if you drive down between where the buildings are, it looks like every place where they filmed like every um, uh, uh, hair metal music video, where, <laughs> Pretty much, where, wherever yes. they're like singing and like uh, walking down an alley at the same time. Also, Amsterdam in general, though, that's it's, what it, it has looked a very, like. Has a very eighties rock see music a lot video. Of guys uh, like wearing a lot of belt buckles, doing yes. a lot of this. Yes, just a lot of fist pounding. Because this is a lot. This is great for a audio medium. Spiked, spiked me. wristbands. A lot of spiked wristbands, you know. But uh, but yeah, you had the the thing was like I said, for, for you to find such an obscure game would have been really hard because people had to pick and choose. They I would feel be like there'd like, be four copies of Castlevania, but they wouldn't just have every random game. Here's it was what too I feel expensive. like though, like it was the same thing with arcades that would just have like random games. Like why the fuck would this be here? Like when look like, looking back on it, like that game sucked. Why would that be there? It's like you just said, like why would I think people just thought like. Kids will just rent whatever the fuck. Just get whatever. They're just <laughs> Some of yell. them, I think, I think that's, that's what like our it. price chopper that that was the market that mm-hmm. had the games inside. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. But like at Dwayne's Toyland and the places that actually knew the games when they started, they had to make those like weird decisions. Of, like no one's gonna rent, you know no one's gonna rent that or this big game comes out and. Uh, like I don't, rem- I remember them not having like any of the light gun games mm-hmm. because it's just not a lot of people rented them. And you'd get all all manner of things, but you could get like Urban Champion. <laughs> you know, whatever, I never right? saw. You know what? I've never seen Urban Champion in the wild. Like when it was like during that time when <laughs> you could still rent games. But I found a shitload of copies when like it came like when like uh, Nintendo games were at their cheapest. Right. I would just find urban champions everywhere. Walking around in the And streets. I just think of it's like, man, like everybody who owned this was like probably so unhappy to unload this fucking game. <laughs> just just need to get rid of this. One day we're going to cover urban champion, like just in, uh, 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 in detail. Just all uh, those proto fighting games. A, da- a dazzling, a dazzling game for sure. It, it can't stand up to my, uh, my, my classic favorite on the Turbo Graphics, which is China Warrior. Oh, God. <laughs> Just a constant movement and just a constant punching forward. Uh, just never stopping. Uh, occasionally ducking because you get birds that would yeah. attack you too. And they would throw the rocks at you. I wanted to say like they were throwing going to throw like a vase at you. But I think that's Kung Fu. 
Yeah, Kung Fu had the ba- the base. I think they just had rocks and birds and China Warrior, and then they, you, you know, kick, random you, military guys would come up to you yeah, after a like bunch of ninjas. Bosses. Yeah, yeah. I There's always was, a buzz cut military like, guy um, with the boss. It was like like monks who were like punching monks like yes. in the like in the chest and in the yeah, dick. They, and they would just come and at they, you they in would a line, crumple up and fall off the screen. <laughs> Turbo Graphics is one of my my classic systems because. I made the decision that that Christmas, you know, Super Nintendo was coming out. Genesis was already out. And I was like, no, I'm going with the Turbo Graphics. Not the best decision in hindsight. <laughs> Although it wasn't, it wasn't a bad decision. Around that time, you could get that the Turbo Express, which would well, be you... something to talk about because that was the only mm-hmm. time you really had something that would play the same game in your house. You could take it with you. True. Had its own TV tuner. You could. You could I remember seeing that, to... and like just thinking, like that's like there is never going to be. This is a, next level. There's never going to like obviously <laughs> like what 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 year was that? That was like. 90 that was like 91 yeah right around that yeah 16 bit so, era yeah, yeah so i have right a little there. so again still i'm i'm before the cd was released like six for years the old I'm like, this, I'm like thinking like that's it that's that's There's next level the future can't like a tv and you can play video games on it yeah there is like literally like nothing else. You could never go. I came from. I later. had two old, two of the old uh, Mario play and watches. You know that that opened up with the dual screens. The one was like the the soda factory one, and I, I had another one. So I had gone from that and the little. Uh, I also had the little arcade units for like Frogger mm-hmm. and Cubert that, that were actually styled like a like a arcade cabinet. I've never seen the original. I've never like seen one of those original ones. I've always seen like the reproductions that came later. Yeah, yeah. I had that like the. I had a Snoopy one as well. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a bunch of them, and right right around that era <laughs> that were coming out, they took they took C batteries, I think, and like two two to four of them. So, but the, that was the, you went from that to, oh, I can play these Turbo Graphics games on the go is a pretty good deal, but the games never, you know, the games never lived up to everything else. You but I JJ eventually got Jeff a... Jeff was yes, not a JJ. great Well, well it was classic. It was classic. There weren't a lot of birds crapping on you games of that time, but JJ and Jeff was I there. I like it when the <laughs> second the player is actively being, is actively antagonizing you. <laughs> Also, something like you can do with JJ Like you don't like there needs to be there in other uh, platformers. Like if you select Mario and Mario like two, you know the other three don't show up and they should. They should hinder you. That should have <laughs> they, been a and feature. spray paint you because farting was right out. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you had to spray paint people. Spray paint. I like how like. Th- I think they re they uh, they recolored the shit too, didn't they? Yes, and I it think was so. all like stone. But it was still it dropped the stone. It was still recognizable. You. It was still you obviously, knew, but it was like, a lot less weird than the original game. And even back then, when we were only doing in like game magazines, you still knew that <laughs> what the game how the game had been changed. <laughs> it was one of the few games where you said, "Hey, wait a second, this one's completely different." Now, uh, another game that was always rented out from the same place and another obscure game that you would have no clue why would be there. And uh, something for uh, the listeners uh, from the first, ver- the first like abortive version of what this is now. Fist of the North Star. Uh, Fist of the North Star was a game that was always oh, out man. and I always wanted to rent it because it just had these... At the time, I'd never... 
watch like i don't i didn't have a concept of what anime was mm-hmm. i mean obviously like at the time like i'm a kid at the time i know what robotech is i've seen anime like on tv but i don't have the idea of like cartoons from japan right. like i don't have that concept but like i would just see these two muscular figures on there and like all these like cool looking <laughs> like dudes on like the box art and i'm like i want to play this i want to play this game and uh it was a say like Baby Boom. I never ended up playing Baby Boom until later on, until like emulation was popular, and uh oh, uh oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure the screen went blank, and I was uh, <laughs> I was just hoping that was just resting and not uh, turning off the yeah yeah okay. I can edit this out later. It's fine. I can just uh, there okay. The little lines up there. See, that's a trick. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice trick. Nice trick. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like baby, like baby boom. I played later on, and, and like this game sucks. Fist of the North Star. I ended up playing later on, and uh, again, not good. Turned out uh, we Ugh, that we had, was that we was awful. We played through the yeah, yes, we did. As I mentioned, we attempted. We were going to. This was the first time we tried to get this up, and that was like all one hundred percent going to be video. And so we spent the day with the game trying to beat it. And, um, and figured out that it was just a bizarre series of events had to take place that it, that matched up with yeah, the anime itself. Yeah, it turned <laughs> out, I found out afterward that if you killed all the bosses and you tried to replicate the maneuver that Ken did on the show, so like if you remembered that particular episode and that particular fight, and then you knew how to replicate it using <sighs> two buttons... And abstracted on a Nintendo, where everybody... Okay, now... How, how did that even happen? You, yeah. you couldn't. But it was like, no, all you How many people do, called the Nintendo line about that particular game? Just to you gotta out, flip over Falco's do? head and hit him in the back with... I'm like, but... How would anyone know that? How would you... This was before any kind of online anything. But, like, yeah, and like, if you call into the tip line, like, that's got to be, like, the most... The, the person at the tip line probably didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I mean, I always go back to the, the... I never called the tip line myself, but my father did mm-hmm. uh, for either Metal Gear or the second... Or Snake's Revenge. One or the other. He got stuck somewhere in, in one no, of those two games, and he they, had to call the tip line back in the day. Did they have someone there or was it pre-recorded? It was that was still when they had people there. And I believe they were like locked into an office in cubicles with game systems. <laughs> and they were like supposedly like playing and then but they could also access the game if they had to because they didn't, you know, they were adding up, you know, as this stuff goes. It wasn't like you could have Nowadays, we have all the facts and all that stuff online and strategy guides. Not everybody played through every game. What I want to know, how did they have ac- like how did they have access to everything? Like, how were their offices, these little offices set up? You would see you would see bizarre pictures of like just cubicles with yeah, like <laughs> there's no fucking way that the game little advisors, tiny TVs in the corner. There's yeah, there's no fucking way that that's what a game advisor is doing. Well, I'm sure they also had a bunch of you know, binders full of whatever else people had learned over time. And most of the questions of that era probably came in in very specific games. But I remember 
um, you know, my father needing to call it something, something about Metal Gear, something, something stumped him back when those games always had something a little weird, you know, like with the the first game with the cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. There was always some weird thing you had to do with, you know, to make those games a little bit more obscure. And I forget which one it was. It was either the first one or Snake's Revenge, but that was the only time I ever knew anybody to uh, call one of those lines. Was the guy by any <laughs> Pro- chance? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> was there an audible mullet over the phone like i imagine there I, might I, be I, I would think there'd have to be there'd um, have to be and he was wearing a power glove while he was on the phone <laughs> did you know we have power gloves now yeah we uh we got these ones these are uh right from my uncle in that japan is, that's how these work now that's how uh but that was the that was the old way of doing things you had to you had to call the line until because I had one, I I still had like the first like two years or so of Nintendo Powers, <laughs> because you know when that came out, I was like right on board, all right. <laughs> and uh, that came out with an, uh, right around the time of another favorite game of ours, which was Simon's Quest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which some people still say was intentionally obtuse to sell more copies of the magazine because it had a walkthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine game being so being so obtuse that people were like they were just trying to sell Nintendo Power to people? I hope that's actually true because that would like be like the first documented instance of like. Well, it was, like a... well, I also read about that issue was that there were there were parents that complained because that and it was very it was very like uh, you can look the the picture up online mm-hmm. but it was very low key but there was like a you know an armored knight and there was like skulls. Oh yeah, yeah I saw in that the, in yeah, the picture. I remember yeah. it specifically because uh, the guy dressed like, like blood or was holding no, but he was holding like Dracula's head. Yes. But Dracula was like a Dracula mask that you could just go buy at any Halloween yes. store. It was so like very it was obvious. it was gruesome, but like it For was the like era. it was like like a home haunt gruesome. Like it wasn't there are scarier like Christian hell houses probably. <laughs> I like would scarier imagine. production values yes. than this. Yes. But uh, oh, we we got to really go into depth about Simon's Quest. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to say we'll, we'll save that for 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 a, now, a playthrough again back in the era. Fist of the North Star, Baby Boom. I never played until later on. But one of the games that was always out that I actually did get to play was Battle Toads, and that's everyone's <laughs> favorite. Is Battle Toads? I don't. I still don't know exactly why that took on the. The, the the spirit that it did I still maintain that the uh, the underwater level in the in the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles level was harder than most battles now <laughs> but people don't talk about that it's been explained to me that once you learn to be okay with uh, sacrificing your turtles for the greater good <laughs> you have less of a problem with that level and I find that that is actually the yes, case I believe that, so like, I believe if, that if, was the, if you're okay just with, like, sacrifice the first two or three like if you're okay with like you gotta remember like yeah like someone's just like hey now just remember um Raph has shitty reach Nobody uses him. Just throw him <laughs> in the water. Let him die. Just be okay. Just you, go you're swimming. Not, yeah, you're not worried about him. Just go. Let it. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Just ma- you can manage this. This is manageable. <laughs> and then I realized, yeah, but no, it's it when you're uh, when I had no concept of this, and when you're a kid, that is like the hardest thing. I think that uh, people bring that up as an example still, like now. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the Ninja Turtles water level. Yeah. That it is well known. It it is well known because I, I, I mean, Battletoads was obviously once you actually like flesh it out, 
Um, and a part of the reason that was harder was because it did have like the yeah. other levels where it would right. go into like you're now you're riding a speeder bike. You're on a bike <laughs> yeah, now, you're jumping over stuff. Now it, we just we just totally threw you a curveball. Oh, you don't like these type of games? Tough. Oh god. You thought this was just an action fighting game? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And you know what? I did. I did. I was hoping it would just be Double Dragon Two, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, no. And uh, that game beat the shit out of me. And um, came back to it later, and uh, you know what? A lot of people have a lot of fond memories of Battletoads. I don't know if Battletoads was that. You know what? I, I, I can't agree with them. I think, I, I don't, <laughs> here's a very controversial opinion for you. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right, everybody. I'm going to drop a real hot take, and I really think that um, uh, Battletoads was it Battletoads meets Double Dragon or something like that? Yeah, and Battletoads the, Double Dragon are friends or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I like that a whole lot. I like cartridge. that a whole. <laughs> I like that a whole lot better than the original Battletoads. Well, I don't know why. I don't know how I that became remember. an I internet rem- thing. You know? I think just, because it, everybody remembers Battletoads, but they don't. They might remember playing it. And but that's it's, it. it's but obscure that's like, in their mind, or I they think, came back to it later, and they played through it, and they go, oh, this game was hard. I think that's nostalgia, though, but for that people. Was, it's like, they, they remember it being like, they remember it, and they remember it clearly, but that's about as, they're just kind of just <laughs> like, the extent. well, I guess that's like remembering it fondly, so it must have been good. <laughs> it must have been good. <laughs> and now, D- Battletoad wasn't bad, but uh, Battletoad was really hard. Yeah, and it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't like there was a, a reason it. for it. Yeah, I didn't it, have like fun. Well, I didn't have fun with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game either. <laughs> to be a well, I had fun with the arcade game. I did well, uh, even that... even with the terrible NES home version. No, but <laughs> what are you talking about? You got two extra levels. <laughs> okay. What were the levels? There was one that was like oh, a I dojo. One now. was like a dojo. Or yeah, like ancient yeah, Japan. It was like, like something that. like that. And I don't remember what the other one was. I'm sure it was like. And a... I know, and that's and that's one of those ones where. Uh, Obviously, I played through it like a bunch of times, but I I never remember. You know, you just sort of lose track of you know how many times you hit jump kick <laughs> to get through that darn game. Hey, did you did it have the in the uh, in the home version of the arcade of the arcade game? Did it have the screen where uh, April gives you a kiss? Because that's very important. I believe it did. I believe it did, but it might have been understated or something. I'd have to I'd have to check back. I don't know because I remember that you know that that era of the four-player arcade games and and always being the ones that we you know you'd be there with a friend at the arcade and try to play through and going through the turtles game was the first one I ever I ever beat actually was Eswat. Which is another game oh, that was like completely God. different in the arcade. The home yeah. version was just a totally different game. <laughs> It did, at least at least Turtles the arcade game was like they tried to make it somewhat it like was it. A facsimile <laughs> yes. of it. Whereas but e- ESWAT was like a different game yeah, when it came out on the home system. And like ESWAT had just been like in the arcade the arcade version was just Shinobi, but instead of a ninja you were just a cop. Yeah, and you could get like a, a mecha cyber cop, cop a robot you were a robot <laughs> cop. In Shinobi you were a ninja cop. In ESWAT, you were a robot cop. Robocop, right, but no, Robocop. no, not a Robocop. You were a Robocop and Robocop. And That's Robocop true. Two and three. That's true. Yes. Sometimes that you'd have correct. a partner Robocop who was also a Robocop, <laughs> but I think he was a slightly darker colored Robocop, yeah. whereas you were a bright blue Robocop. True. He was a navy Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. Robocop. And if you couldn't get through ESWAT, you could always go kick gnomes in Golden Axe. 
those gnomes. <laughs> damn gnomes. I'm just trying to sleep around this campfire, and these damn gnomes keep running yeah, like, around. Yeah, but, like, okay, to be fair, why are you trussing up, like, just leaving, like, you're just leaving it by your just, weird chicken monster. Just like, leaving right? leaving my, my hunks of meat laying around. Yeah, why are you leaving it by, like, your, like, portable... My, my magic bottles just yeah, laying just, there. by your little dragon that you're riding around on, the miniature dragons. Or the big bird. Yeah, what was the... Th- what are those supposed to be? I don't remember. Like they're kind. They have beaks like birds, but they have tails. They whip Maybe. around. What's the, what's the but one? But they were from, an altered beast too. What's the one from Dragon, Dragon's Dogma? The the co- cockatrice. <laughs> just the giant fighting chicken. Yeah, that's what they were. They were just mini fighting chickens. They were like the little. They that's what they started out as with with tail whips. Yeah. <laughs> so because those appeared in. That was another game that had had some some pretty underwhelming home versions, which was was Golden Axe. Axe. Not too. They they were. It was like the Turtles arcade you know game. They were like I it, can't but remember you know, playing any of them on Sega. Like I can't remember playing any of them on a home console. The only ones I the only one I remember playing on a home console ever was I think I rented during a brief time. I had a uh, I had the uh, Sega Saturn. Oh yeah, because I, because I, re- I just was able to. I don't remember where it was, but I was able to rent the console. I rented that and like. Well, that was the it. that was another thing you could do back yep. in the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember my cousin read a, a PlayStation Two before anybody bought. You know, before we could buy one, you got they had like four games or a Smuggler's Run mm. and all that kind of stuff. And we had it for like one weekend. Yeah, but you, you could do that like with. A, you had to leave like a hundred dollar deposit on some of these yeah, things. Yeah, they were they were expensive, but you could do that all the way through. They back in the day, they did it for the Nintendo and and all of those. Um, I don't know how they did too much business in it, but I guess every once in a while somebody would rent that's it out how the, to that's, see if they wanted to that buy was the it. The first time I played a Virtual Boy. That was the first time <laughs> I played one. I rented it from the Blockbuster over on. Uh, I Alcumar. never. I, you know, I never remember seeing Virtual Boys in the Wild when it came out. Like, I've seen more in the years since than I, I ever saw, did when it was when it was out. I saw those. Um, I saw the kiosks everywhere, and the kiosks made it look kind of cool <laughs> until you actually looked when, at it. But no, when you actually had because the kiosk had like this telescoping neck and everything. Yes. And it was kind of a neat setup. I, at least in my mind it is. I guarantee if I Google it right now, it's going to look so fucking stupid. But um, it, I remember, like, but when I actually, like, rented it, and I was like, I hounded my poor mother. <laughs> my poor mom. I hounded her to rent one, and I rented it, and I got to... Because I really like wanted to play, One of like, the four games that was like Red was Alert, release. Yeah, which was, was a... like a... That was, was the, the Mario game? Was it a sports game, or what did they do for it? Yeah, there was Super Mario Tennis. Right, right. There was Super Mario... What was it? Hotel? Was, was it, <laughs> No, it was like Super Mario Hotel, or, or was that the was that the 3DI one? Whatever, it was not... A, <laughs> it was kind of like... It was kind of like the old... I think it was like the old Mario, like Super Mario... Like, not... No, just Mario Brothers, where you just kind of switch levels right right and knock stuff off right the original one yeah. yeah and there was wario which was good that no one remembers for for whatever reason no one ever everybody go you say mario to everybody and they go oh yeah they, like when they celebrated the anniversary is like oh super mario brothers the first time we met mario and i'm like no there was a mario brothers before they were super what if it's like one of those <laughs> they, deals they kicked a lot of they kicked a lot of 
<laughs> turtles and, and lobsters and this bees. Kind of a, maybe it's like a Manhunter deal where they don't acknowledge <laughs> this was the first appearance because at the time somebody else rather, had, yeah, somebody yeah, different was playing Mario and Luigi. Yeah, they'd, ra- they'd rather not you, you see the Miami Vice look of... <laughs> Nobody re- Manhunter. Nobody remembers the original Mario and Luigi it, died. If nobody ever, nobody people completely act like it doesn't exist. And that was like a, that was like the first game that was played a lot around my house because it was a two player game, and my father and mother played it together. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, and but everybody just remembers Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I actually in this very house where we're recording right upstairs. Where I was uh, showing Jay some of my finest erotic ROMs. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would. Uh, I used to have a, an Atari. My it belonged to my yeah my dad. My dad owned it. You know before I was born, mm-hmm. and I guess he played a shitload of it. I guess my parents played Atari, which is like weird <laughs> to think about that there was a phase where my parents were playing Atari yeah, in this yeah. ridiculously eighties house. Yeah, well that's that's but no, how it was. And then back like the when day. I was like my first some of my first game memories were playing. The Atari version of Super, of, not, of again, the, not Super Mario Brothers. Right. My apologies, <laughs> Mario the, Brothers. Mario Brothers, the original Mario. Bros. So now it's like, which is just a pretty simple game. Now it's even simpler on the Atari. <laughs> oh, oh God, I don't so, remember the Atari version, mm-hmm. but I think it was really, really bad. Yeah, I also had that Atari version of Pac-Man that nobody liked. Oh, that was rough. <laughs> but I will go to bat and I will say, like, hey, listen, uh, it was on the Atari. Nothing was great on there. Especially, no, no, especially no. ports of a of games. I have that... I have some fond memories of ColecoVision games, but none mm-hmm. of none of Atari games. None of. Uh, although I do remember um, the uh, the Journey video games. <laughs> Oh, God. Which was always fantastic. But the arcade version was so much more amazing with the guys' heads. (laughs) There were Journey games, plural, on the... uh, (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay. now this wasn't the topic, but I'm going to ask you to go into detail (laughs) a little bit about these Journey games. I want to know, because... I'm sure everyone's heard about like the ones like the ones with the the band's the, head. Yeah, the arcade, arcade version, was like a I've collection of mini games, and then the the Atari Twenty Six Hundred version was almost completely not related. Again, there was nothing about it. There was just Atari Twenty Six Hundred <laughs> music versions of of Journey music. <laughs> what, was the tra- what was the track? I forget. Like? I forget what the oh, track list was. I remember in the arcade there was a, there was a lot. They had like a, I remember reading about it. There was like a like a cassette set up inside where they would play selections of the music. <laughs> right. This, they, this was even before the Laserdisc games. <laughs> not even full versions. Because it was shortly after that that there would that you know um, uh, Space would, Ace and, and those games would start showing up. I think that would the, la- the most ones. annoying thing. If you completed a level and it would play an entire <laughs> play an song. entire track from Journey. That was the straight that was that strange year. Although I guess it kept going. Wasn't there an Aerosmith video game at one point? Revolution X. Yeah. You, you had to shoot it, CDs at people and it would just play like you'd have like a loop of feed the rich. It, it kept it kept for, going for, for a whole level. For ages. With Anthony and I will eventually uh, but it'll probably be on a very, very special edition <laughs> of the po- uh, of the podcast with video. We'll we'll go over in detail for, for Gallagher's gallery. But yeah, that's uh, that's a, <laughs> but that's a game that's, that's special. That's a game that's very special. 
special to our hearts. But I mean, people forget that in, in that era, just everybody wanted to jump in on games, and and just, so Journey had the had all the had the video games attached to themselves because they were the big arena rock band of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look up to see the uh, track listing for the uh, Atari version of that. It, I remember it being very, very pared down. <laughs> now I need to ask if I'm imagining this or if you might remember this, but I swear I remember somebody mentioned there was a sticks game. I do was not recall actually, that. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I do not recall that. I don't I know would, why, or unless it just made sense to me that there would be a sticks game. It, it, yeah, just like a Kilroy game. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Of, for some reason, it clicked. And if I mean, not, they were they were as big. They were in that same big era as Journey, but I don't I don't remember it. Oh, that that'd be that'd be real interesting. I do remember Devo. We'll have to follow up a track for, for Neuromancer, something on, like, like that. The Amiga. There was that. If you want to, for Devo. <laughs> there was a, there was always a lot of we like I just uh, ages ago when we would go to a, a nerd bookstore for fantasy fiction. I picked up a game. I picked up a book um, on Shadowkeep, which was like a, an Amiga era IBM um, like text graphic adventure, and they had the same guy who would write, which is Alan Dean Foster, mm-hmm. who would do all the yeah, you yeah. know he he wrote all the movie scripts into into books. He wrote the Spellsinger series, which is the way I knew which him. Which sitting over... It was sitting over here a moment <laughs> ago. Oh, here it is. It's actually right here on the other side of yes. the table by me. And, uh, but he also... He wrote, like, th- that's how, like, in back in that day, I... Like, I read the book for Aliens before I ever saw it because he would write all those things. And when they... And when sh- there was a Shadowkeep game that came out for the computer... And he wrote a, a small book about it because <laughs> there was a lot of tie-ins for video games. What it was a big deal. Was Shadowkeep? It was like I remember it as being a very um, as being very, uh, like a graphic adventure style RPG. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, Bard's Tale was the same way. It was a first-person dungeon crawler style that we think of now. You know, mm-hmm. you just cursor up and cursor down so and move through these dungeons. This wasn't like was it like a property of some kind? First? It was supposed to be. I think it was designed to be something. That's why he did the book tie-in. It mm-hmm. was designed to tell a story, and then hopefully they would keep doing books. I mean, because Bard's Tale went on for um, a bunch of versions and eventually had a remake on the Xbox. For crying out loud, yes, um, but. You know, that was, I think Shadowkeep was supposed to be too, but there was a lot of that kind of stuff where the next big game would come out. And, but there was nothing, you gotta remember, there was nothing linking everything together back then either when you had an IBM or PC game. And some people had Commodore 64, some people had an Amiga. It was an almost completely yeah. different game on those than it was on IBM PC. So it, it was tough to get anybody behind one thing. You would go into the old electronics boutiques and, you know, there'd be just everything split up into four four different walls full of whatever, you know. Uh, do you have an you IBM? Do you have an Amiga? You, you had to go to Babbage's. I have a Tandy. <laughs> I have to go to Babbage's to see what they have in the Tandy section. The, the last thing I got at Babbage's, I think, was my Game Boy Color. <laughs> All I really remember about Babbage's is that, like, uh, all the stores would have, like, the two, the monitors when you'd come in on each side, and it would just be showing you cool shit that you could possibly buy. Yes. And that was it, and I thought, like, that's really cool. The electronics boutiques of the old days had nothing. Like, there would be nothing, nothing set up. It would be, it was the most, 
it was just it was I just remember it being so generic. Like you'd go in and they'd have you know it'd just be gray, all gray, and there'd be like four boxes on a pedestal in the middle, and then four boxes along the wall because there were so few games for like computers and stuff like that. And originally, when they started out, it wasn't even NES. You know, I'm talking going back, and it was like that's where they would get the Commodore 64 games and everything. And if they were, they'd have these sparse walls with all these new yeah, games. Yeah, they would out. just have like if you had, yeah, if you had to buy computer stuff that was all on separate walls, which yep. I did not buy computer stuff at the time. But you would see it. I would it. see it because I would want stuff on there, but I could like never have it. <laughs> And like I said, it was always great in that era because you would have the IBM would have these great graphics, and then the C sixty four version would be in this little corner. <laughs> Our, what's a thumbnail now would be that that'd be the image of the C sixty four version, just having terrible graphics <laughs> compared to anything else. Now to revisit something real uh, you said before about the uh, the uh, literary adaptation of, yes. uh, of a PC game. Jay, what dungeon crawler do you think <laughs> deserves, uh, most deserves a literary adaptation? <laughs> I can't remember any of them. It doesn't, doesn't have to be by Alan Dean it, Foster. It, see, with like his shadow keep, he did, uh, you know, it, it felt like It'd he fleshed it out Ballard, in, in, in a definitely like, different way. But you got to remember, I was also playing in that time and I played the. Um, it was a graphic adventure game for Fahrenheit 451. And <laughs> it was like the Wait, most bizarre. Had... Yes, they had that. And it was the most bizarre thing. You know, you'd was just be out, of... you'd be getting hunted by dogs, and you wouldn't know what was going on. I was going to ask if it had like some ob- obtuse like um, uh, text parser of some kind. Like every other like game <laughs> I could think of like that. There were a lot of weird days. I mean, because you always had the, what was the other one? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the yep. Universe. And and uh, then there was the uh, Monty Python. Guide and to the, the Galaxy. Monty Python and the Holy no, Grail game. Done. We're done now. We're done. They're not going to know. We're, they're going to know we're phony nerds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't remember. Yeah, that, that. But I remember those just... <laughs> Graphic text adventures based on books like Treasure Island and stuff like that. There was a bunch of them, and if you, I guess if you knew if you knew the book, you had an edge over everybody else. <laughs> but, but I remember like half the time since I was I was so young then I hadn't read most of the books. But they'd also have you know the the special hint booklet mm-hmm. for Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> Include spoilers for the novel, I'm sure. Could have just gave you the book. And that was it. There was no. There was no hint. Not there was like no hints. Yeah, it just literally. Yeah, was so, the book. no. You have to go out and buy the book, and then you'll figure out everything. But I just remember playing through those types of games, and you know, it was because there was so much. You know, so much for the graphic text adventures. Anyway, they might as well make them based on books. <laughs> Did you know about all like the line of books that they had for uh, Nintendo? Uh, they had like a line of like uh, books for their games. I vaguely remember them, but I know I know I was never. I didn't know I never like got any. I figured or saw you by that long. time you would have probably been because you probably would have been older by that time, and you would have been out of the age range. Yeah, for for most of them, for, yeah. it was for like you know. I forget. I forget what they would do them on, but I remember. I remember seeing something about them, but it was always weird because you did. You did. You had a lot of people trying to tie whatever they could into video games because like, it was, was the a, it was the a, fad. You there know? was a Simon's Quest book. Like there was a Simon's. I did Quest not know. Book. It was about a kid going back in time. 
And were they like, like choose your own adventure books? Those were different. I right. I remember there was a Legend of Zelda one, and I couldn't play it right, and I kept dying. <laughs> I was really bad at it. Like, I think of all of the Zelda games, that's the one I'm worst at. <laughs> it's is the, the choose your own adventure book. The choose your own adventure book. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, they had all the. They had. I swear there was a shadow. There was a Shadowgate one. And I'm wondering, like, <laughs> what, what was like. child is like, my favorite game is Shadowgate. <laughs> and I want to read a book about I want to read about Shadowgate. <laughs> now, I want to say as an adult, as a grown man who, who enjoys Shadowgate. Oh, yeah, now. And the, and the follow-up, uh, the excellent follow-up, Shadowgate 64. <laughs> yes. A very good game. Um, I, but, w- I wish I would like to. I would like to know more quite, about the lore of Shadowgate, but, but quite grim. <laughs> lots, lots, lots of death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every other page, perhaps. It's about you know, it's about teaching you responsibility. <laughs> like it's a learning it's game, not just going to pick up that orb willy nilly. <laughs> you pretty you much to, gotta yeah, you know you, you gotta think to, about these things. You have to learn. It taught me young that consequences have actions <laughs> and that if you just fucking just leave your house, you will die. And that's why I'm recording from under the house right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're recording this through like five feet of concrete. I don't know what James... Bunk, I, in I a have, bunker deep below the earth. I haven't seen light in years. <laughs> I'm only remembering these games from a faint memory. <laughs> I miss the sun. Um, <laughs> it was it was certain it was certainly a strange era back then. It, it it's funny to think now how many people have no idea about like how games were rented out. Yeah, <laughs> because it's uh, it's a thing. Well, I mean, every the kids just now. Hey, I have GameFly. They mail them to me, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you go to the red box. That's the, the red thing. box. The red box is, that's what. It, see, the red box is nice. I don't use. I have barely used it because I mm-hmm. basically just stream it. I don't watch a lot of new movies, mm-hmm. and when I do, it's usually shit I'm gonna buy. But like. You know, you just go up, you put your card. You don't have to sign up for a membership no more. <laughs> you don't got to, like, worry about, like, what you want not being there because you could just go right to the other red box. <laughs> Which like, is, like, two feet away. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so simple. And the thing is, um, when worse comes to worse and you can't use the red box, you can go home and just stream it. Well, it's like I had... <laughs> you the, didn't the, have to go... If the you last time I to, rented a game was, uh, was Dead Island. I don't know if you remember, the, mm. one of the main reasons I rented Dead Island was because it was also the last game where nobody got it in stock. Because they were completely caught off guard by the success of Dead Island. And uh, that was kind of what it was like in the old days. You would sometimes go and a game would be completely out of stock for weeks at a time because people they didn't order enough copies. They didn't think people were going to get it. And uh, that was the last game that I got. I got I got from Redbox. I think I rented Dead Island twice before I finally could actually go to the store and buy it. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I rented was somewhere. I'm trying to remember what it. You're gonna be surprised what it was. It was Bioshock Infinite. That was the last thing. <laughs> that I is rented. surprising. <laughs> that is surprising. It was an all right. Uh, it was all right for what it was. Um, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll, eventually, we'll talk about our, our favorite games. 
um, and, and just run down where Bill, we Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Where we come from, fine. yeah. But, Bill but and Ted's excellent video game adventure. You, you do have you do have one person who's who's a passionate Bioshock fan, and another who's you know just has bad opinions <laughs> in Anthony. <laughs> so we can discuss that. It's once you because I figure you know if we talk about games, people should know that you think Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure is one of the best games ever made. I mean, and that should should really affect how they view well, your, I you, mean, your opinions on it games. It is one of the best games ever. Have you played? Uh, we, we don't. We don't have it. We don't have enough time for you to discuss this. Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Video Game Adventure. We'll, we'll do. We'll do a video breakdown of that one as well. All right. Will that the make you happy? Of playability accessibility and eroticism now hear me out uh yeah i don't i don't um <laughs> i don't i don't think that's an actual thing <laughs> so um hmm. but yeah those were the, those were the the old days of, of renting video games that's what we used to have to do and and uh during the height of like video games from where i remember which was the big big even before the NES and then the NES being everywhere, it was funny because you really could, like you said, you go to the market, you could rent games yeah. there. We rented games from our, our local toy store and that, or you could, and then the, the video store started to catch on afterwards, really after all that. But, uh, most people, well, most people now don't, don't know about video stores. I don't know how many, I think we're, Strange in the fact that we still have a video store in our area. Yeah. Compared to other people. There is still uh, one of the stores I used to go to when I was little is actually still there. And I'm just wondering if it's only porn. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. it's cra- Crazy Nicks. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Over, yeah. Where, where, where were you talking about? Well, because I because that was like I said, when we started here, it was a, a place called Video Environment Plus. Mm-hmm. And they started, they are in the same building, although they have moved. Originally, they had a much bigger space. But this was back in the day when when VHS mm. tapes were huge. I remember going to Video Environment Plus, and they had a beta section. So that's, that's how long ago this was. There was a whole section for beta. <laughs> it did not last long. <laughs> but that's, what, that's how they started. And the only thing that kept them in business was adult films. And uh, almost every video store in this area, unless even the our last one s- started to carry adult films after years of not, and it, it still wasn't able to bail them out. <laughs> Man. But that was uh, we had a place called Super Video, and uh, for the longest time they didn't do adult films. Then finally they opened up a back room. Ooh. They had to walk through, and <laughs> where there was a door. Oh, was a door? They not, your, it wasn't even. They, uh, they, they didn't. They had to check your. Uh, t- they had to check your age. And uh, but they had always they always rented games before, but they they didn't get into the adult film game until they were almost out of business and realized that was the only thing saving people. I remember the adult section at Crazy Nick's was uh, down the stairs, down the steps in the back. <laughs> there was a lot of them like that. So It'd be like a to, little you'd have to descend down side area, a little down the little yes, shame yes, stairs. Yes, we had we had several video stores like that where there'd be it, it'd be like a uh, a curtain. That you go behind, <laughs> and as a kid, I would always be like, "What goes on beyond that curtain?" I don't think I want to know. <laughs> now my old hometown has no uh, no rental places, but does have an adult film store. Does have Adult World. That's true. That's true. Just go for, for purchase or or for viewing. Right over that bridge, which which uh, 
which we never got for video games. It was never like you could go sit in the place and play the video you games. You wanted a booth? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Booth. Have like a, you know, have a, hey, have a system set up and you could just sit and play. No, we never we, we never had that. Can you we see never, the other people? They used to have, like, there? when Dwayne's Toyland started with, like, Atari 2600 and Coleco, they would have a system, like, plugged into the mm-hmm. TV, and you could, like, play a game for, like, a couple minutes, but they yelled at you if you played it for longer than a couple minutes just to see how it was. I remember over there at, uh, I just remember the downstairs for some reason. I don't know why. I was always <laughs> enamored by, like, going downstairs because there was always, like, a... Uh, more advanced stuff for kids that were older. <laughs> yes. And it's You like, have to imagine this store as being it, it was very warehouse like inside. Yes. It was It was very, a barn. It was like a fucking Yeah, it was, it was like, an old it was an old barn and they just threw a bunch threw all the toys and stuff in there and it was a very strange you know very strange way to to do things, but that's the way it was done back in the and day. This little narrow staircase yes. that went downstairs. To and like you could go up into there was an up into an attic portion yep. where they would have certain bigger stuff, and mm-hmm. then downstairs, and then in the last section was the was the video game stuff mm-hmm. all the way in the back. Yeah, and I just but like I remember they had the little nook downstairs. I keep talking about downstairs. <laughs> I don't know why because like that was like for a, like was I said a, like for yeah, a kid it was it, like it was very very strange. You were like surrounded by stuff, but it I wasn't. The, uh, it wasn't like going to a Toys R Us where it's all clean and right. organized. Exactly. <laughs> this I was just like, a bunch of toys thrown together in piles and stacks. Hell yeah! Like right down <laughs> at the end of the street here, there was like a toy store, like right uh, like right down here, and it was like one of those like. Big ones where you just like big racks all the way to the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. And it's like, we, wow. we didn't have that. This was but, like this was a this stuff was a just sound. thrown together, piled up. They get Star Wars toys and they just pile them up, and people would dig through them. And... But then they had like the little nook for nerd, like hardcore nerd stuff. Yes, like all the D and D books. Yes, yes, and, like, they did sell that, which which was paint. unusual for some some and people at always, that time. I was enamored with that because I didn't know what any of it meant. <laughs> but I found out later <laughs> on. <laughs> but I knew eventually. I knew eventually this would be very important to me, and we'll probably end up talking about that another time. It, it, yeah, because I always uh, <laughs> uh, the first place like I ever bought dice and stuff was at a it, it was a bridge club. There was a place where pe- old people got together to play cards, and in the very back they had like one rack full of like D and D manuals, and they had dice sitting up at the the, the, the front where like you could buy those for like, like a quarter. So many kids had been coming in. Yeah, for like, they fun- um, and then I think it was like every Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, they would have a day where the kids were allowed to come in and play. Whenever the the old folks would never come in to play bridge, they would have a day where the kids could come in and play D and D. This was actually more of a recent thing. This was back when I was in my 20s. Um, we would play, like, um, when I would want to play, like, games that were, like, a little bit off the beaten path because um, uh, I'm not just satisfied with just being, like, a, a normal nerd. Sometimes I need to be, like, a turbo nerd. So, mm-hmm. like, I, like uh, you know, d and is great, but I need more narrative of my game. <laughs> so, uh, so like, I would, like, find these narrative games, and they would just be, like, in this uh, little community room. Yes. <laughs> Where it would be old people playing bridge and then, like, us like, uh, <laughs> talking about, like, being, like, a minor nobles <laughs> and things. Well, it's like, it's like I, I, I've, ta- I, I've mentioned it to you before that one of the weirdest things I still, I still see, and you would always see it before on uh, public access TV, 
was the Commodore Users Group. For all the people in the area that w- that used to have Commodore 64s, they started together. They started to get together and they trade, you know, trade discs and everything because everything was just traded back then. You just uh, get these weird discs were, with they games. They were swapping software because they were pirates. <laughs> and I just want to say, we don't support piracy. <laughs> this is the premier libertarian. But- but the gaming podcast my, I branded us now. My, We're my father was probably one of the first video game pirates because you got he got the modem for the Commodore sixty four and you could he could oh, connect with yeah. his friend who lived out in like colony somewhere and you could trade a game at whatever the oh, heck man. the bit the rate had to be, you know. <laughs> An eight K modem. I feel something. like if people knew that you could steal things <laughs> You were going to find I a way. I feel like People, I feel like people would have glommed onto the home PC but I, faster. I can't believe that the Commodore users group still gets together. I imagine they're just now just a group of old friends who have been talking about the same old computers for so long. They're they swapping just, wives. They just get it's a it's a they, it's it could devolved be into swapping. it could be something like that. That and was the, but they were the only ones I ever knew. It wasn't like you ever had like video game clubs pop up around here or anything. But the Commodore users group if I went was there, always if around. I had gone there with my old Amiga. Would I have been stabbed? <laughs> I don't think so. They were not that. It was. It's not that rough a neighborhood at the That's Commodore right. Users Group. That's right. I brought an Amiga. What are you going to do it? You guys are out of touch. It's an you, IBM compatible. <laughs> oh, what do you got? A cassette drive? Ah, <laughs> uh, the cassette drive. Classic. Classic. Just mocking the sounds it made as uh-huh. with my super fast Amiga. <laughs> you didn't have one of those. All of you assholes, you can't even play Cineware games. Look at the quality of the. <laughs> oh, they were horrible. Look how uh, Cineware games on the, on the Commodore sixty four were but horrible. Look how big horrible. the sprites are. Look how detailed Robin Hood's fucking face is. <laughs> Defender, I remember playing oh. Defender of the Crown and having no idea what was going on. I love Defender the, of the Crown. The, the Three Stooges game. Oh. We talked about that before, and that was one of the worst. That was another game that was just like mini games thrown together at the. And on Commodore 64, you couldn't really tell that they were even supposed to be the Three Stooges. It was just, you know, a couple guys. That was apparently approved by the Stooges states. I learned that. Apparently yes. the widows yes. uh, very approved, approved very much of that, which uh, yep. I don't know why. I well, think maybe and it was, it was branded and everything. It was, yeah, it was supported. Oh, getting paid? Oh, uh, Mo Howard would have loved this. <laughs> he would have loved these games. Mo Howard would have... <laughs> Got a power up with. The, <laughs> are you gonna pay me or what? He would have used the power block. Yeah, my husband would have loved this. You're gonna pay me or what? Curly shuffle. Just fucking pay up, okay? I have no idea. No idea. Hey, that was a, that was another strange era. The cinema, cinema era. I will say that the Lords of the Lord. Uh, I believe it was Lords of the Rising Sun was actually a pretty good game. It was like. Uh, Oh yeah, it was yeah. like it was it was like Nobunaga's ambition, but not good. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, not as good. Paired way down. It was like um, it had like it was like you know how um, uh, with Defender of the Crown, mm-hmm. it was I guess nominally a strategy game, <laughs> but uh, you, mainly, you were mainly just kind of waiting to get to those like interludes where you'd have the mini games. Yeah, which yeah. Also, weren't very I, I'm good. Just gonna, I'm gonna joust. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to joust. They would do that and mock sword fight. Yeah, Lords of the Rising Sun had all that stuff, but it was like fun shit, like defending like a ninja from breaking in your house. 
or uh, <laughs> my favorite one, which is probably the best thing in any like military game ever, which is where you just ride through a battlefield and you'd kill the men who were retreating. <laughs> which, Always interesting. Which is just uh, like it's well, obvious. What the heck, cinema? Where? Like, <laughs> well, like, what would be fun and what's like fun for people when you think about like samurai? When you think about like samurais and ninjas and stuff, what do you slaughter the retreaters? What, what do you think? A guy and a horse cutting down like uh, uh, deserters, <laughs> like defenseless deserters in the back. Oh, uh, uh, that, that sounds classic. But we may it, have to revisit but that. But it, it worked. I'll well, say this: well. at least unlike Defenders of the Crown, it, it, <laughs> which has been re- which has been reissued several times. Oh God! How come that's been reissued several times, but Rocket Ranger has not been? Uh, reissued once i don't know rocket ranger probably a decent question now where a game (laughs) about punching that there was a video game where you got into a boxing match with nazis (laughs) i don't know why that's not out now you figured like cineware would figure like hey hey wait a second our profile is in the toilet no we people don't even remember us and when they do it's probably nothing it's probably like imagine that that, all their stuff has to be abandoned where now unless somebody bought them out i don't even know i think they actually did they were revived at one point like probably we're back and then they were I think they reissued like uh, Defenders of the Crown, <laughs> Defender of the Crown they, three more times. They never. And they Defender. <laughs> they, yeah, it was Defenders of the Crown, and I think what was some other game, Longbow, maybe. They had a yeah. They had some else. And then that was it. But none of the good shit. Like none of the yeah, like. They had a lot of, of the other stuff. Buried stuff that they could have gotten into. Or like something like King of Chicago, which I still never understood. No. Did you ever play that? I, I believe I did, but. Not not I enough re- to to remember. Everybody had real detailed faces, but they all had the same blue bodies, and they were cartoon shaped. <laughs> so they had like big heads. And Sounds like, like these, Aware, yeah. but these big goon face, like big like mafia goon faces. <laughs> and like I wouldn't understand how like the the mini games worked, so I would never able to like. You'd have to like you had to throw like a black powder bot like a cartoon like black powder bot like Chuck Jones cartoon throw it in through a window at a bar and if you didn't do it you got wax nice like if you didn't do it like oh the don's pissed you're dead now <laughs> and like that's what happened or like you you weren't like fast on the draw enough when the assassin whose name i believe was actually Guido uh probably. showed up to shoot you and you had to like remember like get your mouse fast i almost grabbed the mouse and probably just like clicked <laughs> out of this and like everything's gone we just erased the last hour no and you'd have to be fast enough but no would... but the game was so boring that it had lulled you into uh I think that's how that worked. <laughs> of course, so that, was the, like that was that was fast reaction to that something. Was the, the cinema where the way you know you just kind of well, got how tedium just gave way into a, into a random that's basically that's basically how Resident Evil Six operates. Like for <laughs> some of the for the whole, I believe that's like what that's like the whole Wesker fight, isn't it? <laughs> or whatever the name was, the other guy. New, that's like a whole fight in there. Not Wesker, Krauser, whatever. One of the fucking super-powered blonde guys in that. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. But I remember, like, just a game just to lull you into bo- <laughs> into boredom before it sprang that on you. People thought that was, like, a thing now with, like, quick time event. No, no motherfucker. That, that, that Cinemaware. <laughs> that goes all the way back to the earliest days of gaming. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, okay, we're over. We're just over an hour now. Do we have anything else we'd like to talk about? Or I don't believe so. That no. wraps up our first discussion on. I guess that's it. That was renting kind of 
and, and, yeah, went all over the place. It's a little all over. But that's but that's pretty much how, how it will always be with us. So I hope it'll get maybe into... a little bit more focused. But if Possibly, not, I yeah. think this was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like how right now this is just for me and you. Yeah. But it's still uh, recording you know, anyway. Okay, yeah. And um, Anybody so else wants to listen in? <laughs> we don't have uh, uh, an idea of what we're actually going to be, what else we're going to be doing. Uh, videos. Hopefully. More audio. Yes. Uh, what kind of video stuff, we don't know. Besides Let's Plays, stuff like that, obviously. Uh Showing the showing the old old days of of retro gaming, yeah. <laughs> Some um, of the so lost classics and and games that will never ever be classics. Nah, just kidding. We're gonna be running a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> if you uh, so rate and subscribe. Uh, yeah, if yeah. You guys like League. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be jumping on talking about uh, Destiny Two and uh, just basically railing against Bungie for about four hours later. So if you guys want to listen, to I'm that. gonna be running through. We're gonna <laughs> be. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about Activision for for a good good. Tw- I'm gonna be streaming Friday the Thirteenth, the game, and I'm going to go through all of my favorite slurs. Well, that's well, yeah, that that could happen later. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the most obnoxious face cam I can get. To focus on the greasiest part of my face, and I'm going to get the hottest lamp I could find, <laughs> and I'm going to put myself under it, and you're going to have to watch. Well, uh, it, sounds, it sounds pretty good. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, that's not true. None of that's true. We're going to no, be talking no. about older games. Yes. Maybe some newer ones. I don't know where the cutoff is. I discussed... Uh, I think the latest we I discussed was PlayStation 1, but I wouldn't be feel bad about hell i wouldn't even feel bad about doing a modern game if it's good enough yeah i actually would maybe talk about uh what is it uh bokazooka war uh i might talk <laughs> about bokazooka war 2 i might talk about that at some point um uh yeah yeah it's a very important art game so you wouldn't get it <laughs> no I, very, I i realize yes be very important. yes i don't i don't know uh, i don't i don't do the art games but yeah <laughs> I, it's not i'm way more it's, basic it's kind of i don't think you know, I think your, I think single-celled organisms could probably <laughs> okay, operate. Uh, all right, all right. I, I, maybe I can swing. I don't think any, but I don't, I because no one understands how it works. Oh, okay. That's the truth. <laughs> this is all getting cut. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't know. We're just petering out now. Yeah. So yeah, um, more audio, videos, uh, other stuff, um, articles, nude pictorials. Uh, yep. 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 Uh, extensive extensive insight into erotic games and uh, how the erotic video game you know started and where it's gone and why we've lost out on such a great medium <laughs> i don't know if we're ever actually going i don't know <laughs> i mean thank god all the the flash artists are still keeping the medium alive but i mean as, as far as triple a <laughs> games goes when the last time we saw a good triple a triple x game i mean you got to go back you know what Never. Game, <laughs> you know what game I got to show you? Have you heard about Akiba Strip? Have you ever seen yes. me post about it? Yes. Yes, I remember that. That was the game where you you uh you you had, it was like was it zombies or vampires and you have to beat the, clothes off, beat the clothes off them to expose their flesh. You have to beat people up and take their clothes. <laughs> it's like River City Ransom but like <laughs> but like um Really, like, uncool River City Ransom. <laughs> both, both more trying to get in on your base sexual needs. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, hey, um, 
Don't you like punching someone and then <laughs> ripping their clothes out to expose? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how I say that. That sounds beneath me, and I bought Oni Chambara. So, <laughs> buddy, let me tell you something. Um, I would probably have felt less embarrassed buying that than when I buy, bought a Keith Strip. Hey, uh, there we go. But pretty good. Um, but pretty good that you actually did. If we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll film some gameplay. <laughs> there you go. There's our modern gameplay. See, yes. there we go. We span generations, <laughs> of course. So we can do a little bit of that, and then talk about um, uh, I don't know, Custer's Revenge. <laughs> we'll get in de- get in deep with the Custer's. So if you want revenge. some deep cuts on uh, Custer's Revenge and the entire Leisure Suit Larry series, the Leisure Suit Larry uh, Corpus, <laughs> the <laughs> the entire Opus, the. Uh, <laughs> Al Lowe's of Du. If you want to talk about that, we that stay tuned. There we go. So uh yeah, um uh, so rate and subscribe on iTunes. That's uh there you go. the Radical Commando Mustard Master Power Hour. Cause that's I don't know if that's still the name. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. Bye. Game over.